And the medical fraternity are simply amazing. They can do heart transplants. They can attach fingers after they've been cut off. And now the latest thing, the latest amazing feat they've accomplished, they've successfully done a penis transplant. It happened to a veteran who really sadly had his genitals blown off while he was in action fighting during a conflict. They were able to attach a scrotum and a penis... And now, a year on, he's able to achieve an erection and even an orgasm. It's a wonderful story because, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to still have my penis, um, but I would know that if there was something to happen to it, it would be very difficult to, to take in. So it's really well done. And I think it might even start to encourage some organizations to start offering this as a service. Oh, and before I get into this, if you are sensitive about the word penis, you may want to turn the radio down for a couple minutes, or if you're sensitive about your genitalia, um, then you also might want to turn the radio down. Penis transplants. <laughs> what a thought. Us here at Peter's Penis Transplants want to help you if you have a mangled or disfigured penis. Jacob came to us and we helped him. My life changed dramatically after I had that freak sewing machine accident. Wow, what a terrific shower I just had. What are you doing there, Grandmama? Let me see. And, oh, my towel has fallen and, oh, oh my quilt! It's ruined! Oh, my penis! Jacob came to us and now he has a brand new penis. I love it. Everyone's impressed. And let's just say they added on a couple centimeters. Mm. Just ask Jacob's wife. Oh, yes. Very impressive. I love it. If you need a new penis, whether that's through an accident or perhaps you're just not fond of it, then give us a call. Peter's penis Transplants. If you do have a problem with your penis, please see a doctor. Nice, Gary! Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. And earlier this week, we heard some pretty distressing news. A Mungalup farmer had lost $25,000 worth of barley due to thieves. People had come in onto the farm and taken away that much grain. It's very scary stuff. It is such a bizarre thing to steal. I mean, I've heard of bank robbers. I've heard of people jumping into jewellery stores and trying to do a jewellery heist. And it sort of spawned a movie for me. Now, before I get into this, it may be a sensitive subject for some farmers. If you, uh, you know, if you mm, can't take a joke, then maybe just turn the radio down just slightly so you can't really hear it. Otherwise, enjoy. This is my movie, Grain Raiders. Brother Charlie. I can't believe it's been five years locked up in there. Five years and 116 days. But who's counting? One job, Charlie. Come on, please. Then I'm out. Consider it my retirement fund. You've only been out for five minutes, Harley. 
But we do have one job coming up. I'm listening. The thing is, though, we don't do banks anymore. We do something a little bit sweeter. Sounds crazy. I'm in. The story of two brothers and one final heist across Western Australia. Somebody, please, stop that! Hey, get off my property! Damn Grain Raiders! This summer's big movie, Charlie and Holly McFarley are stealing barley near Harvey in... Grain, grain, stolen away, sold again the very next day. A working title. Coming to Fenwick Cinemas soon. Turn the feel good back on. Feels good. Sean for breakfast. Esperance's 747. Triple M. Sean's Friday Fun Facts. Think that make you go, hmm. Get your dance on, folks. It is indeed a Friday yippity doodah yippity day. And to get you into the week, we've got a Friday Fun Fact for you from the Friday Fun Fact Fanatic. Fanatic, how are you? I'm good, Sean. How are you this morning? Happy Friday. I am buzzing that it's a Friday weekend. Woo-woo. Are you jiggling along to the playlist? I sure am, and I loved your little cheeky joke this morning, Sean. Don't, you got me laughing. Don't repeat that. That is a 6 a.m. joke, not a 7 a.m. joke. It's a 6 a.m. club joke. And everyone, if you're not in that club, maybe you need to get there because you're missing out. Yeah, that's true. All right, tell me, tell me a Friday fun fact today. All right, Sean, we've seen all seen those ridiculous videos of how packed those trains get in China in peak hour, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, so actually topic, topically, we had some Chinese businessmen come down and visit some of the farmers down here through CBH, and this guy was saying that on the bus that he takes, it's about 4Ks, it takes him almost an hour to get from his house to work. Why wouldn't right? you, How ridiculous is that? Why and wouldn't you just walk it? Mm. Well, you know what? Because it's four hours, they might need to relieve themselves, Sean. Where do you go? Well, you wear an adult nappy. Mm, yes. Okay. So China what... is selling out and importing more adult nappies than anyone because for public transport. How ridiculous is that? It's pretty ridiculous. So I used to work for a delivery company and we did a lot of medical supplies and I used to deliver adult diapers. Um, yep. And I got... What a job, shot. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fascinating. My, this, my boss calls me up and says, Sean, you need to get here right now and you need to deliver these diapers quickly. So I've you know, gone back to the depot, oh gone out to the nursing home, and the nurses look at me and say, you could have come sooner. We needed you a few hours ago. And I was like, should I come drop these off inside? Like, is there a place inside I drop them off? And she said, you don't want to go in there. It's a crime scene. Oh, my God. It was a fascinating job. It was very interesting. So um, if someone wants to purchase an adult diaper, you go online, I suppose. Yeah, apparently you do. So if you're out there and you've got a long car trip planned and lot of liquid to consume. Maybe you should get on the adult diaper because apparently it's the new go-to. I just don't think I could sit there comfortably with my juices around my nether region. Oh, we don't need that picture, Sean. We don't need that picture. No, we certainly don't. Thank you, Friday Fun Facts fanatic, I think. That's a, somewhere in there, I think we nailed it. 
across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. And I just want to share with you this morning my gratitude journal. A few things that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for the Esperance coastline. It is simply spectacular, and on warm days like yesterday when it reached 40 degrees in Esperance, it's nice to have a a cool place to go for a dip. I'm grateful for podcasts. I travelled 10 hours this weekend from Albany and back, and thank goodness for those things. Otherwise, 10 hours of music, I would have got bored so, podcast, podcast one is great. I'm also grateful for my large bottom. Because although it is big and makes it difficult to fit into jeans, I sit very, very comfortably. I promise you, sitting is so much more comfortable for me than those with bony asses because I've got some cushion in my tushin. Tushy. <laughs> Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. A prominent Perth all-boys school has decided to ban sack tapping. Yeah. Groundbreaking, I know. And we actually have someone in Esperance that went to that very school called Trinity College. He wants to stay anonymous, so we're going to call him Mr. X, and we're also going to do some funny stuff to his voice. Mr. X, how are you? Oh, I'm very good, thanks. How are you, Sean? Very well. Now, for all the listeners who are who are asking me right now, shouting at the radio, what the heck is a sack tap? Very gently, can you describe it to us? Um, hopefully this is gentle. Um, a sack tap is generally when one person taps an opposing male's sack. Right, so it's the genitalia, and that sounds absolutely disgusting. Why would high school boys even do this in the first place? Uh, well, I'm not entirely sure. The thing with high school boys is, why do they do most of the things they do? <laughs> so you went to Trinity. Was sack tapping around then, or is this a new generational thing? Um, look, I personally think sack tapping has been around for decades. Right. It certainly it's not only limited to Trinity College. The fact that they've come out and banned it, it's almost just a bit of look at me. I mean, in any school is is... Tucking the sack of someone else acceptable? I don't think so. So you think that you think that this is all a publicity stunt? You think that most schools would have some sort of sack tapperage around the? I mean, it's hard to police, isn't it? Sack tapping, really? Well, that's it. You're not going to you're not going to do it in front of the principal, are you? <laughs> that wouldn't be very wise. And you're not going to in turn sack tap the principal. So that's right I mean especially if it was a female because there would be no sack to tap is it an initiation thing where you're welcomed into the group if you received said sack tap I mean maybe they just wanted to see it happen it's happened a few times and then obviously parents complain they don't want that trying to stamp it out before it becomes an issue and someone actually Leaves the testicle over. It's a whack right out of the sack. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but look, it's a good thing that they banned it because it's a hideous act. Shouldn't happen around schools, and all the boys, all the teenage boys, should know better. Thank you so much, Mr. X. No worries. 
Let's turn the feel good back on. Feels good. Sean for breakfast. Esperance is 747. Triple M. Take a jetty. Take a jetty. It's all happening. We head down to the Canary Arts Centre, just opposite there. There is a space, a section of foreshore that has been cleared in preparation of the deconstruction of the tanker jetty. We've got our very special, handsome, a wonderful and terrific reporter, Sean. He's down on the ground there. Mate, how's it all looking at the moment? G'day, Sean. I'm back on Northman Road this morning good, and I'm good, reporting good. to your show. Um, a bit of an update with what's happening on site at the tanker jetty <laughs> and not much has changed okay, we've still got okay. those stakes it looks like they're still clearing land it looks like they've imported some more orangey sand oh. so they're using that mixed in with the white beautiful beach ah, sand okay. of Esperance Bay okay. um, obviously I'm on Northman Road it's the loud. trucks are quite loud yeah, here loud. not much action right, as of yet right. this morning but what I imagine is there's a roller here there's a grater here okay. they'll continue compacting that sand oh. making the, the perfect car park yes. and, site offices and site offices for the upcoming deconstruction of the tanker jetty gotcha. as I said uh, yesterday not much happening. Okay, not uh, there much. is a pile of sand. What will that be used for? Oh, don't know. We can't be sure, Sean. We're not engineers or, or tradies or <laughs> well, anything we like that. We're just lowly journalists. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> we just report what we see. That's true. Back to you. I'm sure deconstruction will start any moment now. And I'll be there to report on it. Thanks, Sean. I'm very lucky to have reporters like him down on the ground. And we will keep you posted when something does happen. That lovely young reporter, he will be there first on the scene. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. And now I want to introduce you to a man who is either amazing or absolutely crazy. His name is Peter, and he hasn't had a hot shower in 10 years. Good morning, Peter. Now tell me about this hot shower exodus. Oh, well, <laughs> so I've had one hot shower since the 10th of May, 2008. That's over 10 years, Peter. That is 10 years plus of cold showers. Yes. What's this? You just want to save the hot water, or is it in uh, thin supply at your household? Or why on earth have you gone that long? A hot water system broke down, and I was too tight to get it fixed. So I just <laughs> thought, and no, joking. <laughs> no, I just started about you know back then, and it just kept going, just didn't didn't stop. Peter, I honestly believe that everyone has a superpower, but they don't often find it. I think your superpower is being able to handle cold water. No, it's it's not a superpower actually. It's it's a skill. It's just a skill. No, honestly, anyone can do it. You just when you step into the cold shower, like first thing everyone does, you know, turn the water on and they 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 suck their breath in. And they go and, and they get that sort of breath being taken away feeling. Mm. Mm. The skill is just to breathe through that. Just keep breathing out and breathing out and breathing out and breathing out until there's no more breath in your lungs, and then breathe out for a bit more. If you focus, focus on the feeling of the cold water. There's no difference between that and warm water. And it, the fear all goes away from it. And once the fear goes away from it, well, you know, what is, there to, what is there to worry about? Just get in there and 
lather up and enjoy. It sounds very almost zen. It sounds very, yeah. you know, it sounds spiritual what you just mentioned. I was assuming that your skin, you had super skin, like maybe it was infused with something so you were able to take in the cold or perhaps you just thought of fires or the sun as you went in there. But that's that's a fascinating strategy. And um, does it get more difficult in winter? I mean, it gets very frosty down here. How do you go getting out of that cold yeah. winter shower? Uh, no, you just have it. But, yeah, the process is just the same. It's just like you just got to be really steady as you go through that breathe out, breathe out, breathe out, and then just really focus on is this dying? Is this killing me? Am I dying here? No, I'm not. Okay, <laughs> then just settle into it and away you go. Um, so, and you said you've had one shower that was warm in that time. Why, why did you have that hot shower and how did it feel? Well, uh, I'll answer that first part of that first qu- that question is uh, my nephew uh, said, oh, I want to give up smoking. And I said, I'll tell you what, Justin, if you give up smoking, uh, I'll have a hot shower. And he knew what, what I, you know, because I was 11 plus years into it. And uh, he said, all right, on. He had to give up smoking for six months. And he did. And so I had a hot shower. And uh, and I, t- I can tell you, I can see what the fuss is about. It's, you know, it's, it's pretty bloody good. Um, <laughs> so you admit it's good, but you're still having the cold showers. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, it's just like part of what I do now. It's just like get out of bed and go and do some exercise and have a cold shower and away you go. That's your, your victory over yourself for the day and if nothing else. You've woven it into your character, and I absolutely love it. And if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I like having uh, part of my shower cold, maybe the last couple seconds just to wake myself up before I leave, but not the whole shower. And that's why you are a legend, Peter. Thanks so much for joining me. (laughs) Anytime. No problems at all. Wow. Wow. And I want to know, how much do you like your hot shower? Give me a call, 132710. Could you go a week, a month, even a year without a hot shower? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you on the Sean for Breakfast program. Let's turn the feel good back on. Sean for Breakfast. Esperance's 7.47. Um, I was looking through the movie guides just the other day and I found one which really caught my eye. I'm looking forward to it being released at Fenwick Cinemas shortly. This summer at Fenwick Cinemas... The story of a voiceover actor striving for his big break. I just want to be a star. You just don't get it, Damien. You might get lucky and get a narrating part, but you'll never be a proper actor. Damien, I am your mother, and I'm her best. Stick to voiceovers! The story of a boy realizing his potential. Damien, articulate your tears and a bit more of a passion with your hands. I'm doing it. I'm acting. Yes, my boy. That's it. This guy, this guy here, he's going to be a star. The inspirational movie of the year. Roll over, voiceover. Man, you're an actor now. A working title. Coming to cinemas to send. Damien, what are you doing in the recording booth? Oh, I'm just um, I'm just uh, working on on something, something moving. Well, hurry up! I want to lock up. 
Yeah, mate. Yep. One day, Damien. One day you'll be a movie star. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. Doesn't it make you want to just go out and run a marathon? It's Survivor on Short for Breakfast, Desmond's 747 Triple M. And now I want to talk about the latest wedding craze. I have our Triple M resident celebrant on the line. Her name is Anna. Anna, good morning. Good morning. So we're all familiar with weddings. Obviously, you've done a couple in your time, right? I have. You're aware of the bouquet? Yes. Has it always been, in your experience, has it always been the flowers? Has it always been a bouquet of sorts? Um... Typically, yeah. Okay. I know there are some variations on the theme. Ah, and this is where the conversation is going. How would you feel at a wedding with puppies as the bouquet? So puppies are walking down the aisle. Ah, people holding puppies on leads or in their hands. Uh, puppies in their in their hands. We're talking really small dogs. I mean, they've trained. Have you got a puppy there with you? A sound effect puppy, so as close <laughs> to a puppy as I'm ever going to get in here. So bridesmaids are carrying puppies in lieu of bouquets. Um, is that a good trend that we want? Do we like seeing this? Could we it see this? Fun for me. Where are they getting these puppies from, and what are they doing with them after? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, well, this is the thing. So they're actually shelter animals in this case, and what they're doing is they're raising awareness about taking dogs home. So this is a nice cause, but I think it might be a slippery slope. What if we got pet kittens in there? I mean, what if you have cats and dog as your sort of part? <laughs> part? That could lead to some some horrible situations. Could we call a stop to this in case we get to pet snakes coming down the aisle, and then you're tossing that over your head? That would be a deb- Sparkle. Oh, well, like I always say to you, Sean, with weddings, each to their own. It's your day. Oh, so do you have a line, though, somewhere? <laughs> I haven't found it yet. And if it's a puppy as well, so we're dealing with nice suits here, we're dealing with beautiful dresses, whether you're a bride. Oh, if anyone's or... wanting to have puppies coming down their aisle, they can give me a call. I'd be all for that. But what about the, <laughs> the impending problem of perhaps the dog getting a little bit excited by all the people, and then you know what dogs do when they get excited? Yeah. I mean, if you've, if you've got kittens, I guess you just take some kitty litter with you, just in case. <laughs> just one more thing to add to the Excel spreadsheet of the wedding planning. <laughs> just another expense, of course. <laughs> no, it is a good cause, uh, raising awareness about shelter animals in this case. Love so. it. And if you want to get married and you want to have whatever, you heard it from the celebrant first, whatever you want, whatever bakes your cake. <laughs> That's it. Thanks, Anna. Pleasure. See ya. Let's turn the feel-good back on. Feels good. Sean for breakfast. Esperance's 747. Now it's time for a less cruisy chat, a rant. Okay, we spend a lot of time on Facebook, don't we? And there's some really contentious issues. And, of course, when a post comes up from a meter outlet, there's going to be heaps of comments. And sometimes... I read them, and sometimes I interact with them, which is fine, and I love hearing other people's opinions. I think it's important that we do share uh, what we feel about certain topics. But please, before you share, can you double-check what you've written? Not for the content aspect, but for the grammar and the spelling, the amount of of really basic spelling errors and grammatical errors that I've been reading is 
is ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I'm no angel when it comes to this stuff. There is a very difficult word. You can spell it in three different ways, and it's got three different meanings. That's fine. What I'm talking about is the wholesale... Uh, the wholesale spelling mistakes. There's no punctuation at all. No full stops, no commas. It's like these people have just decided to throw away everything they learnt in year three English. It, it takes me more time trying to decipher the message than it does to be actually outraged. By the time I, I finally figure out what the meaning is, I'm like, oh, now I get it. And then it's all been lost on me. So please, swallow a dictionary, dictionary or perhaps go and catch up with your year two English teacher and just say, look, I need a basic rundown because my comments are just basically could be French or Spanish. That's how comprehensible they are. All right. Rant over. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. And I know what you're saying out there. Sean, aren't you doing Movember? Aren't you doing some sort of mow-off with your brother? Why haven't you given us an update? Well, that's what I'm going to do right now. My brother Ben joins me. How's the mustachio looking, mate? Very good. Very prickly. Very. It's starting to get a bit of volume. Oh, very good. Are you? Have you got an itch to the to the slug? Uh huh. Slightly itchy, especially down the towards the lip section, the, the bottom of the moustache. Hmm. Bottom. I'm a little bit disappointed. I thought last year it was it had a little bit more thickness to it, but uh, you know we've still got a it's still, we've still got a couple of weeks to go. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, so I'll. I'll see how we go in a week, I think. It's one of those things with moustache growing. It's an exponential rate as well. Once you sort of get past that tipping point, then it just, hair grows everywhere. Then you've got it on your cheeks, you've got it almost in your eyeballs, and your forehead, and of course in the upper lip. So that's what I'm sort of waiting for because mine's going okay. Uh, you can decide out there in Triple M Esperance land. Jump to the Facebook page. Very shortly, we'll put up a photo of myself and Ben's faces, and you can say who's got the superior mo. Now, we need to talk about... Dares, challenges, whoever loses this mow-off, what they're going to be doing. Sure. I suggested to you last week a month of cold showers, and you were sort of a bit arming and ahhing about that. I want to throw nah, that... No, nah, there's no chance of doing that. Is that just there's because... no chance. I like a, I like a nice, warm, sit-down shower. I just think it's too hard to govern. I think you'd be too sneaky and not do it. Well, yeah, okay. And again, I don't like how you've questioned my honour here. Don't come to me with problems. Come to me with solutions. What have you got for me? What are you going to offer? What is the challenge, Ben? I think we've got to do something in the same stratosphere as the moustache. So I think last year we we bleached them. I'm thinking we do something along those lines. Maybe we get to choose what kind of mow the other person has to grow for another month. Okay. Or Christmas. All right. And Christmas that- mow. Or we venture into different uh, hairy dilemmas, such as a bit of a, a crazy cut. You have to bleach your hair or something. And the moustache. We won up last year. We could do something like a, a total wax of the body. But you do a wax every year, don't you, before summer? <laughs> you, do, you do a full body wax every year? No. Well, that was something that you used to do. I did, I've done that uh, once. I've done that once for charity, but that's... That was, a, I mean, twice, at least. Like, I remember no, saying no, it twice. You're not listening to me. I've, I've done it once for charity. 
I've done it numerous other times for. I no, you used to just do it on the floor in, in our old share house. Oh, right? that was that was for a university project. Anyway, so uh, wh- <laughs> going a bit red here. I'm blushing a bit. Um, what we might do is I want to put obviously on the Triple Masters Facebook page. We're going to have pictures of both our mows, and you can say which one's better. We'll also put down a list of some things, some challenges that you can choose from, dear listener, or perhaps you've got one for yourself. Please hit us up in the comments section there, and then we'll revisit those next week. We'll have to really start amping this up, Ben, because we want to get some donations rolling in, because I think I haven't uh, achieved many donations thus far. Can you quantify that? How much is not many? Sorry. (laughs) Well, uh, what's one less than one? It sounds like a bit of a zero situation. That's that's awful, Sean. It's about the same as my uh, bank account amount, so we're just... Not much. uh, It's again, it's a bit like my Mo Progress. It's an exponential rate. It's going to skyrocket, go from zero to heaps in a matter of moments. Okay. So you just be careful about that. You worry about your donations and then we can well, worry about the yeah. challenges. Well, I do, Sean. You know that I'm, um, I enjoy the, the analytics space. You, you know that I draw my spreadsheets. I'll send you through a, um, a mo-grass of each other of how we've gone with our donations. Okay. You, you might be a bit underwhelmed with your progress, especially because... <laughs> Receive much, but you can you can use that if you want. Zero dollars is definition of not much. I completely agree. We'll post all this online so you can have a little gander yourself. Uh, ben, thanks for joining me this morning. You're welcome. Let's turn the feel good back on. Sean for breakfast. Esperance's seven forty seven. And yesterday at the Shire Council Rooms, it was supposed to be a very big day as the councillors discussed uh, the fate of the Esperance tanker jetty. At the moment, one of the councillors, Shelley Payne, she's put forward a motion to have the deconstruction tender reviewed. She says there's some dodgy things about it. She wants to engage a lawyer, pay him or her $30,000 to see if it's still legit. Now, we were all pretty excited to see what the councillors would say, what their viewpoints were, um, but they did it last night behind closed doors. They discussed it privately, and there's a few people, including myself, that are a bit annoyed at this, but you know what? I've got to the bottom of it. I've got one of those councillors on the line to give us an insight to discuss exactly what was said, and I've got them here, and um, we'll just... Uh... Oh, boy. Hello? Oh, he's. Uh, they've just gone behind closed doors. Oh, gosh, they've done it again. Um, all right, we'll just put on some, some waiting music. I guess we'll just have to wait, and wait until your narrow council meeting next Tuesday. I mean, hello. You guys behind there, can we, can we talk about this? It's a pretty big issue. Can't we just, you know, chat about it in the open? It is all of our jetties, after all. It's not just yours. Um, be great to know your opinions. Yoo-hoo! Uh, might be waiting here all day. We'll get back into the music. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. Sean's Friday Fun Facts. Think that makes you go, hmm. You know the drill. We head into our Friday. We get some gems of information that we can share with all our buddies and our family across the weekend. And the lovely lady that has Friday fun facts coming out of the gazoo is the Friday fun fact fanatic. She joins me now. How are you, fanatic? 
I'm good, Sean. How are you on this lovely Friday? I'm only terrific. I've got a little bit of a nose thing happening. I don't think I've got the flu, but just a nose thing, and it needs to go before the weekend or I might strangle someone. Sean, we're not doing that. Do you know what you should be doing on the weekend? <laughs> what? Please segue Focusing this. on growing your moustache. Okay. In November. Yes, I can do that. I can do that for sure. And I've got a little November fact for you. You need to drink coffee. That's the key. This is how you're going to win, by the way. My Movember or my sickness? Yep. You're going to win your Movember with with coffee. Okay. That's what helps your moustache grow. No way. Is this, is this a fact? You need to have an extra cup of... Yep. It's, you need to have an extra cup of coffee a day. So what are you telling me? That coffee, caffeine induces moustache growth? 100%. What? How does that work? That's cool. Yeah, you don't want to embarrass yourself, Sean, because I feel like you might be coming second... The Department of Dermatology said that coffee helps your hair follicles grow on your face. Do you know what's very interesting about that Friday Fun Fact Fanatic? Is the fact that when I was a young boy in 2021, I only drank mockers and my moustache was pathetic. And the moment I went graduated to flat whites and became a big man, then I start growing the moustache. So anecdotally, I agree. So they say you need a couple of cups of coffee, Sean, so... Downtown Cloud 11, Beaver, everyone. Yes. Get your coffees ready because Sean is coming in. He is competitive and needs to win. <laughs> what do you reckon? I'll go five or six coffees today. I'll be buzzing. I might not sleep. Let's maybe stick to a maximum two or three. Okay, two or three. I mean, there's three or four coffee venues, so maybe I'll go get one at each. You've still got a week left of November. Just spread yourself around. Yeah, well, I could do, I could go on a coffee crawl today. I'll just go from one to, you know, pub crawl. I'll go on a caffeine crawl. Because, John, you're doing this for a, a good cause. It's not just for prostate cancer, you know, it's for men, men's mental health and testicular cancer. It's just about making men live longer, apparently. And if you need to live longer, you need to drink that coffee. That's right. Look, it is a really worthy cause. And I'm, I'm glad you brought it up this morning because I probably have been a bit lazy. I need to get into my caffeine. What does that mean about you, though? I know you don't mind a coffee. Are you going to start growing a moustache fanatic? Women can do this, Sean. It isn't just for men. Anyone can support it. So... I don't know. I don't think my face can pull off a moustache just as well as yours. <laughs> I reckon it might look cute on you. Thank you. There goes the music. What compliments you are. <laughs> there goes the music. So it's time for us to wrap it up. Thank you, Friday Fun Fact Fanatic. No worries, Sean. Have a good one. Bye. Let's turn the feel good back on. Sean for breakfast. Esperance's 747. Triple M. And the UK's been taken by storm by this big story involving Prince Andrew. Basically, there was a notorious American businessman, also criminal. He's been charged with sex trafficking. He's also a sex offender. And he operated this apartment, basically, which was kind of a bit naughty with girls and people coming in and out. And apparently Prince Andrew, from the royal family in the UK, would often go and visit. And there's some accusations being made by one particular woman who's saying that uh, Prince Andrew had met her and they'd, you know, done the dirty deed. And she says she remembers the night it happened so vividly because he was sweating profusely. Now, Prince Andrew has come out and said, that's not true. I haven't sweated ever since I had an adrenaline surge sustained in the Falklands when he was hiking. And I thought, come on now, that's a that's some crazy excuse. And then my brain kept ticking away 
and I wondered what that would look like being diagnosed with not being able to sweat. Oh, doctor, what is wrong with him? It's a case of anhydrosis, my lady. The inability to sweat normally. It can be fatal, as the body can't regulate its own body heat. Oh, it sounds awful. How has this happened? We can't be sure. It's incredibly rare. Fewer than 200 published cases in medical literature, most of whom are Asian men. Oh, what? What can you do? We have to keep him cool. I've got some fans set up. The air conditioning is on, and I'm also going to play some Cat Stevens to relax him. Thank you, Doctor. No sweat. Literally. (laughs) Yeah, you heard me. That was a minute-long sketch to get to that punchline. No sweat, baby. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. Yespen's Tanker Jetty has been in the news across the weekend and yesterday, and I thought it was time for a story time with the Yespen's Tanker Jetty. Once upon a time, in a land not so far away, the deconstruction fairies were not so busy preparing to take down the wooden, broken tanker jetty. A particular friendly group around town were very grumpy about this. Wood is the very, very, very best. We won't have anything else. But how come all the new bridges and jetties in the world are made from steel and concrete? Uh, The friendly group had a secret weapon though. They'd already summoned the heritage wizard once. Now, they had a lawyer. Yes, you can have me. It will cost you thirty thousand dollars. The right payers will pay for it. Mmm, that's nasty. And the sad and poor townspeople of Esmonds were sad and poor once more. Will the lawyer come to town? Or will the councillors block the move? Will the new tanker jetty continue as planned? Find out next time on Esperance Storytime. agenda briefing meeting today at the Shire. They'll discuss it there. We'll go to a vote next week at the Ordinary Council meeting. Just looking at the validity of that deconstruction tender, apparently they didn't have the right to award that and deconstruct it. Can I just rip it up and award it again? It's going to take time. I think we just want a jetty. Don't we just want a jetty? Or do we like more story times? I guess I could choose other topics. Let's turn the feel good back on. Feels good. Sean for breakfast. Esperance is 747. It's the verb. Sean for breakfast. Esperance is 747. Triple M. It's a bit of sweet symphony.
And some, uh, I guess, bittersweet news is what I had for breakfast this morning. It was a coffee and also a mango. Sean for breakfast, Essence is 747 Triple M. I bring it up because right now, our researchers in Perth are searching for mango tasters. So they've been this really cool uh, research into these new mango varietals, which will mean you can grow mangoes for more than just mango season. Imagine that! You can go there at any time to the supermarket and grab yourself a mango. What they need are people from 18 and 65, uh, between 18 and 65, to give up an hour and a half of their time to start tasting some mangoes. The only other stipulation is you have to have had a mango in the last month. So I decided yesterday to rush out and buy a mango. And as I did, I realized, I mean, I have mango in juices, I have mango in in fruit salads, but I realized I've never actually, and this is like a real bad adult thing, I've never actually cut a mango by myself. My mum used to do it for me when I was a kid. You know what I mean? I'm a horrible adult. I had to get, and this is true, this is me recording my girlfriend and I's phone conversation. I had to get my girlfriend to talk me through it. Do you want to cut, get, okay, see this pip? Yes. Right, get your knife. Okay. Cut to the right of it. To the pip? No, you, you cut straight through the middle, which I told you not to do. No. You Okay. And then cut straight down. All the way through. All the way through. Centimetre, yeah, all the way through. Cutting it super weird. Just cut like a normal cut. Then you can hold that half. That ah. Ah. Delicious. And the other side of the yucky pit, you do the same thing. Oh, and that's it. Right? No, that's not it. But that's step <laughs> one. Okay. Okay. So that was only 45 seconds. It took me five minutes to cut this mango. I recorded it all. I put it up on the Triple M Esperance webpage. You can check it out there. And I tell you what, though, guys. Mmm. Got some delicious mango this morning. Shouldn't distract me. Hey, Emma Griffiths in your local news is not too far away. We're always going to be discussing while I talk my mouthful. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. love to go. I'm so grateful for those great events which happen around town. I'm grateful for a lot of things, and I like to put it down into my gratitude journal. <sighs> my gratitude journal. I'm so fortunate to be living in a community like Esperance. Since moving down, everyone's been so welcoming of me, apart from maybe the opposing football teams, but that's Okay. I've met some beautiful people and made some lifelong friends, and I'm grateful for that. We're so lucky to have the beautiful beaches around Esperance. It was 40 degrees yesterday, and I could sit in my rock at Blue Haven, staring across the crystal blue waters, and everything was beautiful, serene, calm, and cool. I'm also really grateful for the television show Animal Kingdom. I watched about two seasons on the weekend. I picked the season two twist. Booyah! really good at picking the twist. Animal Kingdom, you've got to get onto it. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's a very, oh, very good. It's about a crime family, right? And just, there's heaps of twists and turns and there's 
Heard there's naughty stuff, and oh, it's a good show, it's a good show, it's a good show, it's a good show. I highly recommend you get involved with it.